Thomas, I'm thinking of restarting my subscription on the network just for like the old pay per views. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm thinking of canceling my Crunchyroll account because I don't really watch it, but I can I can still watch it if I, even if I don't have it, just with ads. So I might just do that. Which old pay per views would you watch? I don't know. Maybe if I to me if I watch one a month, I think I would get my money's worth. Maybe what would you watch? What would I watch? Mm-hmm. All WCW stuff. I'm craving that. That's what I grew up. Halloween with. Havoc '99. Uh, no Halloween Havoc. Oh no! I saw. That's a good one. That's oh my god! That Goldberg DDP match is so fucking good. <laughs> Um, I remember, I'm so, my dad was so happy that, that, like, he didn't order it, because my dad, uh, my parents were, luckily, they ordered a lot of pay-per-views for us, uh, even though we probably shouldn't have done it, but I remember he's like, I can't get this one, son, maybe another time, you know, whatever, whatever, and I'm so glad, because that's the infamous where the Goldberg DDP match cuts off before the goods actually, actually starts getting good, um, so I'm glad, so he's glad, he's like, I told you, and then they gave away the match for free the next night, which... You know, right thing to do. Uh, now you don't have to worry about that. They also refunded the people that complained. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, shit, I would have asked for a refund after that Bogan Hogan Warrior match. Oh my god. Oh, so yeah. So awful. Yeah. So fucking awful. No, but I'm watching this YouTuber, uh, this YouTube, wrestling YouTube channel called Wrestling with Regret. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I feel like I heard of it. But he's, he, like, like, uh, he's been doing like, like through his Patreon, he gets like requests to do like you can pay to like him review a classic review, and it's actually really good. It's like not overtly negative. It's very critical, very smart. You know, it's not like Judas, and you know, like, he's very knowledgeable about wrestling. And he did one on Halloween Havoc '91, and it's the opening match is like this clusterfuck of a cage match I've ever seen. It's so bad. Was that the Tower of Doom one? Yes. Oh my. Okay. I've never seen it before. Oh. You've never seen it before? No. Oh my god, dude. That, that era, like my era of WCW didn't start till like 96, 97. Ben, oh. we need to, if you get the, the network bag, we need to do watch alongs with some of this <gasps> shit. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm canceling Crunchyroll <laughs> and I will do it. We need to do classic, like, bad WCW pay-per-views. Oh my Cause god! Because I didn't, I didn't watch it during my time, like either. Because you know, I was like one years old or whatever. Yeah. But I went back and watched like some of the, you know, the, the infamous stuff. Um, it's really bad. Like yeah. early nineties WCW is not good. It's not good. <laughs> Although I still maintain that Bash of the Beach '95 is one of their best pay per views ever. That that uh, that pay per view is so good. Um, was it 95 or 94, the one that Hulk... It was 95. Was... It was 95. 95. Yeah. Because then you had the, the Steamboat-Austin match. Uh, Did you see the one where um, they kill a guy in WCW? They electrify him? Yeah, I remember that. Chair. That was so fucking... <laughs> so fucking... God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll start the show. Sorry, Yeah. Justin. Sorry. Sorry, Justin. It's WrestleMania season. It's, at least it should be. It doesn't feel like it, though. It's taking place over two nights. It's so big. Yeah. Yeah, it's a quote, quote unquote. I'm curious. Dude, I'm, why am I curious now? Fucking hell. I'm, like, I'm not going to watch it. I can't. I'm watching it. Uh, tell me how it is. And maybe I'll watch it later. Okay. You apologize. I'm going to right back to it. My bad. Um. So, Thomas, I need to visit your island sometime. Because I have, like... 
a collection of things to give you, and I don't want to pay to mail them all individually. Is it all uh, wrestling related stuff? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he Justin gave me my island. Uh, like I think it was this week. And oh, cool. Thomas and dropped off a wrestling figure for me. Sold out. It's 90s. pretty cool though, right? Sold out yeah, ninety-seven. We do that one first. The oh. only NWO pay per view. That was the first sold out, right? Yeah, it was the first. Yeah, we need to do that one first because that one's so I, bad. I don't know if I can live through that again. It was torturous <laughs> watching uh, it the first time. It'd be funny for both of us. I will, I'll drink with you. <laughs> I need oh. a lot of. I need a lot of. Alcohol. Oh, I can get behind this content. Let's fucking go. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we all recording? I'm recording, yeah. Captain Bossman Junior, sir. Okay. I'm on it, boys. I'm on it. Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. So yeah, with me, Justin. I am Animal Crossing. I'm also Animal Crossing. But who's not Animal Crossing is Ben. I'm sorry, but I have a fetish for vampires now, and I'm... It's, it's just how it is now. I, I watched Castlevania this this week. There's probably vampires in Animal Crossing. Are, I'm not, No. There's definitely ghosting them. Trust me, if you don't, if you don't, if you watch Castlevania season three and you don't become horny for vampires, well, then there's nothing wrong with that, and you have your own sexual choice. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my audio, but it's like getting loud and then quiet and loud again. So I don't know what's going on. Um, but Justin, why don't you start with uh, what you've been up to? Yeah. Uh, How you hate I the have... Easter Bunny? <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I? Can I talk? Can I talk? No, no. Unless it's not unless it's wrestling related. Don't talk. Yeah, apparently <laughs> that's the way this all is no, going. No, I'm just not having this Easter Bunny slander. That's all I'm saying. What Easter Bunny slander? I A lot it. of people hate the new event because of the, all the eggs. Yeah. Oh no, the eggs are ridiculous. Um, and also Zipper is creepy. I don't like him. Doesn't look I creepy like at all. He's like he's a bunny. You can tell he's a bunny because he like his eyes move and everything. It's not like they're hollow with like other eyes inside. But then he has a zipper. What's in the zipper? Don't don't think about it. Yeah. Is it another bunny that's in a bunny suit? Like you, it's creepy. You've, you've watched uh, Clone High before, right? Yeah, he's one of those creatures. <laughs> mm. I saw some art that was like, uh, like the, the zipper was halfway down, oh. and it was like these like claw hands uh, coming out of it. Uh. <laughs> it's did like a see, like a Resident you... Evil three crossover or something. Did you see the fan comic someone made where someone unzipped him and like they just took his entire body out? Oh god! No. Like his innards and all that. Jesus. No. Yeah. So was... like it's 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 a bunny, but like basically instead of like being sewn up like after surgery, it's they a just skin put a zipper suit. on him. Yeah, it's a skin suit. So it's just like all his muscles and like organs and stuff. If you unzip him, yes. Cool. This is a fan theory though. So. No, I'm okay with that actually. Why can't it just be another animal who just likes bunnies and is dressed up as a bunny? Because it's clearly a bunny. Like his head is like an actual bunny head. He tells you that it's not a costume. Okay. Right. He could so just gotta be, just be his organs. He's in method there. acting. There you go. He's Joaquin Phoenix. I just answered your question. Booyah. I could see him going full Joker. There you go. Yeah. No, he's kind of funny because like you walk away from him for like so long, and he like goes out of character. So like he clearly like he hates his job. He's just putting on a front for the people because he's like, uh, just twelve days a year, I got to put up with this crap. So when does the gun fall out of his uh, jacket when he's dancing? Uh, when he comes back, yeah, on the twelfth day. Okay, like on a on Easter. Oh, wow. mm. 
On Easter's when it all goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Mark my words. Um. Anyway, I've pretty much just been playing Animal Crossing this week. Mm. Um, I have no excuses. I said I would play other stuff, and I didn't. I am Animal Crossing. Um, but I am really enjoying it, actually. Like, I know it's I've talked really about good. it before, but, like, there's just something about this one. Like, the, the grind is real. Because, um, like, you know, Thomas, you joked about, like, uh, waiting for the raids to unlock. <laughs> and, and, like, it kind of feels like that sometimes. Yeah. Like, you're grinding out materials to craft whatever new recipe you get. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get together with your friends and, like, you trade furniture and stuff. And, like, it's got that kind of, like, you know, looter, like, MMO feel to it. Yeah, yeah. And so they really do lean into the crafting. Yeah. Because, like, every time you complete something, you'll get a new recipe Uh so you can go on and do the next thing. Like, for example, you get recipes for furniture, for people to move in. You make all that stuff. You set that all up. You get that all done. And then the next day you get uh, recipes or customization uh, options for your, uh, all your other stuff. And so, yeah, it's just basically every day there's something new to uh, check out. Yeah. And, like, your villagers give them to you. Like, you, you know, can shake, like, furniture out of trees. You yeah. can get recipes from, like, bottles that come up from the uh, yep. the water and mm-hmm. from, like, the balloons that fall. And, like, there's so much stuff that people have in their islands that I've never seen. And I'm like, we've been playing yeah. this game the same exact amount of time. <laughs> Unless you're like like our friend Ava, who just like literally time traveled to the end of the game. <laughs> like, I don't understand how like there's people that have terraforming and like the, these crazy, like ridiculous islands. Yeah. Uh, like I retweeted that someone made like the link to the past Hyrule map. Yeah, that looks on sick. their island. It was yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. But like how do how do they have that kind of time? Like I've been working from home playing after work. Huh. Huh. And yes, after work. Sure. Yeah. And like I I don't have nearly that. Maybe much, they're like, a creative teenager who doesn't have school. But like again, unless they're time traveling, they are literally limited by the amount of days the game has been out. Yeah, of course everyone's time traveling. It's like, oh I'm done everything I need for this day, just switch to the next one. Yeah, Not yeah. everyone. I got some crap for time traveling and I don't understand why. I did like three days just to unlock some tools and stuff and then stopped. <laughs> But for some reason, it was a big deal. Listen, don't you know that it's all or nothing? You either time travel all the time or you don't. I guess. The Animal Crossing Civil War DLC is going to releasing this fall. Yeah. (laughs) The PV. Oh my god, it's the PvP area. That's what it's going to be. Time. It's funny that you said uh, the Civil War because I saw someone made a suit, like a Captain America suit. Oh, that's funny. Which is pretty cool. Nice. I actually have, like, I found, like, a. It's just called a power suit. But it kind of looks like Iron Man armor. It's pretty awesome. Sweet. Um, but yeah, like there's so much stuff in this game. And I've mostly just been focused on making my house look real good. Um, like I have three rooms uh, in my house. And I really want the basement just because like I want to move my theater room down there. I think that'd be a cooler space for it. <laughs> um, but right now I've got like a theater room, like a, like a kind of a pet room. There's just like various bugs, fish, um a hamster like a few other things uh i just got a snapping turtle like the, my first one and i didn't donate it to the museum i just put it in my pet room because i was told that like the the snapping turtle isn't in a cage or anything it just chills on the floor really yeah so i was like oh, oh man that's awesome like that's i so have cool. to put a snapping turtle in my room nice yeah. um and then my last room is like a kitchen slash bathroom kind of mm-hmm. um just because i had a few odds and ends i wanted to throw in there mm-hmm 
Um, but yeah, I love like expanding the house and stuff. <clears throat> and I've also been trying to get some better villagers. I still have friggin' fuchsia. I can't get rid of her. I've been hitting her with my net until she gets mad. So mean. I haven't been talking <laughs> so to her other than mean. that. <laughs> but she won't leave. If, if I get this game, if I get this game, I'm treating my villagers with respect. If they want to leave, fine. But I will love them because you say they're in my community. No, when you get when you get an uggo, you're gonna be just like me. I'm ugly already. Okay, I can't treat other ugly people. Other people. Yeah, but also me. like their their appearance also goes with their personality. Yeah. Okay. There's if they're ugly villagers. on the outside, they're ugly on the inside. That's how the game works. Well, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> um, but no, what makes me mad is like I spent all this time trying to get Fuchsia out, and then I had to like basically. Like, walk Rex back from the ledge, because he was trying to leave. And I'm like, no, you're great, don't leave me. Damn. Like, what have I done to him? Was he trying to I've jump? Been... No, I was just, it was a metaphor. Oh. Because um, he, like, looked all sad, and he's like, do you think, do you think if I left this island that people would care? Oh, shit. Oh. I was like, I would care, Rex. That hurts my heart. Damn. I know. He was, like, my third villager, I think. Like, the first new one after my starters. Mm-hmm. And he was so cool, and I was really happy. I was like, oh man, I get this awesome lion guy here. <laughs> and then he was the first one that wanted to leave. It hurt. Um, but I did get my first cat villager, which made me really happy. Uh, I mean, te- technically Rex is a cat, but like, you know, actual cat. Uh, and Kiki, who's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if it's a he or she, honestly. Because um, it's not like overtly cute personality or anything. I can't really tell. Is it smug? No, it's like, it's like artsy. Oh, um, so, it came to my campsite. So and it was smug. talking about okay. like, uh, like, oh, this uh, this island inspires me to do poetry. And so yeah, I was like, oh man, I have to have you. Oh, he's from the village. That's that's what he is. Okay, cool. Some Greenwich Village hipsters. The, the movie, the village. Yeah. Oh, not okay. not what okay. I was going for, but we'll go with that. Oh, Let's go wait, with that. Where were cover, you going cover, for? Cover oh, you mean the village people? Cover the botch. Cover the botch. Let's move on. I don't know. I have no idea. YMCA? Um, Yes. Okay. But, yeah, I, like, I've gotten super into the meta. Like, I was playing the stock market all week. Um, That's funny. I've been, like, doing a bunch of crazy customization stuff with my island. Like I said, I don't have terraforming yet. I don't know how you get terraforming. Um, Other people have figured it out. You have to find me behind the truck. That's how you get terraforming. (sighs) Can we just boot him this week? No. I'm so done. <laughs> Me and Ben are besties. Look, when I get this game, I will be just intrinsically in part of talking this. Although I'll be That's keeping fair. My, my progress very slow. Just give me Street Fighter stuff and I'll shut the fuck up, honestly. Okay. I didn't sleep well last night and it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's doing me, man. Aww. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, not, uh, it's, um, I'm fine. Uh, but... Yeah, like, I moved all of my fruit trees, like, up to the north part of the island and labeled them. So, like, I basically have, like, rows, kind of, like, you know, farming uh, soil. Yeah. Um, And they're in rows, and it's labeled, and then, like, the next fruit over, labeled in rows. And it just, like, goes all the way across, like, the top part of my island. Oh, It looks really nice. Um, And I got a stamp also for, like, money trees, so I could label all my money trees, so I can keep track of where they are. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm going hard on like the, you know, make your island look nice thing. 
but it would look nicer if I could get rid of friggin' fuchsia. Um, <laughs> and I also fenced off where my uh, my turnips go, and I'm really happy with how it looked. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I actually wanted to ask you, how does the flowers work? Because I don't really know. I just have like a bunch of flowers I put in a garden. Mm-hmm. I just water them every now and then, but I don't really um, see anything happen. If you water them, like I don't water mine, I just let the rain take care of it because mm. I'm lazy and I don't really care about flowers. But if you oh, water them, heartless. they will. I'm sorry, uh, they will like cross pollinate and spread. Right. So like you can have a patch of one kind of flower, and like you know every time you water them, like over a few days, that patch will like spread out, and you'll get like kind of different color variants of the same thing. Okay. And like if you have two different kinds of flowers, you might get like a. Like a mid-range of like a new kind of flower or something like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. I need to have more room for flowers then. Yeah. Because uh, that's actually what... Like, I do need to start caring about flowers, I guess. I went to Isabel to get like an island uh, uh, ranking or whatever so I can get KK Slider. And I only got a two-star. Mm. Um, and the review was that uh, I need to bring out the natural beauty of the island. Which, like, I was trying to move the the trees and stuff around to make it look nicer but apparently all they care about is flowers <laughs> um but yeah so i've been playing a lot of animal crossing i'm in deep uh and we'll find some time this weekend to to check out islands and stuff yeah but, that's like one of my favorite things is just like yeah. sending mail and like items to like friends and stuff it's really agreed fun. and like my brother came over to my island a few days ago and like he ran around and checked out my house and stuff and he's like so is there anything else i'm supposed to do here i'm bored <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just look around. Like, it's just the fun of, like, hanging out with someone else, like, doing the same stuff you would do on your island, yeah, but with like other people there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gave uh, one of my friends this egg bed. That's one of the new items mm, from the mm-hmm. event. And she was like, oh, this is so cool. And she sent me a picture of her, like, laying out in the sun, like, on yeah. her bed <laughs> outside. And I'm just like, that looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, I made a little, like, fenced, like, like egg-fenced area over on the beach. Just to put all of the egg furniture and stuff. Yeah. Um, because when my zipper showed up, uh, that sounded yeah. weird. <laughs> when Zipper the bunny showed up, he was on the beach. So I figured I'd like have a little area for him when he comes next time. Um, anyway, aside from Animal Crossing, uh, I haven't like played anything else. But I was uh, watching a playthrough of Resident Evil 3 make mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, that's one of those games that I, you know... I I won't play any Resident Evil games, but like the last few, I've tried to like at least see because I think they're really good. Have you played four? Uh, yes. Okay, I, I was played like, it. Yeah, I figured you'd like. I played one. it multiple times, but I never really got past the village. Oh, I guess like, I, w- oh. I would play through the village part, and then I would quit because I didn't know what was next. Oh, and like that fear of the unknown made me not want to go anymore. Oh, you don't want to meet the uh, one of the enemy swords like the lab area. They'll freak you out. Oh, I know. I watched Metal Blade's playthrough of it. Oh, okay. Um, and, like, I love the game. Like, it's an amazing game. Yeah. But I'll never play any further. Because, like, I've seen some of the later stuff. Like, you know, I've I've been there while friends were playing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. That, like, I'm glad you're doing this. And I'm just watching. <laughs> love that game. <laughs> um, like, down in the, what is it, like, the power generator space or whatever with that one boss battle. I can't think of oh, what with the with the, like the the, the cages love, the, the Lovecraft monster yeah that guy yeah that's, yeah that's fun yeah I watched that part like my friend one of my friends played that part <laughs> and no yeah um I don't know but anyway yeah I watched a playthrough of Resident Evil seven and then two and then now I'm going through three and like 
it's really good. Like, it's built on the same engine as 2 and everything. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of weird. It feels... It doesn't feel as polished. Like, just as a game. I don't mean this remake. But, like, Resident Evil 3 is supposed to be, like, better than 2, right? Like, Uh, it's... mm. Like, the... I've heard no one, one ever talk about three. I've yeah, two, yeah, three. Two. Okay, interesting. Like you have people who like three, or they only remember the Nemesis parts. They don't remember anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like my issue is like the first two hours is pretty much just Nemesis escapes with like brief breaks between where you you know can like save and like check your your storage and stuff like reload basically. Um. And then, like, you walk down a hallway and another, like, Nemesis comes out again. And the first time it happens is actually really intense and scary because you don't expect it. She's just, like, hanging out in her house. Um, but then, like, when it happens every single step you take, basically, for the rest of, like, the, you know, the two-hour runtime, you start expecting him to come out of every corner so you're ready for it. It's not scary anymore. Um, yeah, it's just then, annoying. Yeah. yeah. But, like, there are some good battles and stuff, and, like, the escape scenes are good, but it's not, like, something like Ori, for example, where, you know, you have long stretches of just, like, really beautiful, like, atmospheric storytelling and stuff, and then, boom, something comes out and starts chasing you. This is, like, you barely get into the next area, and, like, she's even commenting, like, oh, man, like, I think I hear him again. So, like, she's on edge waiting for him to come out again. Um... So as a player, you're not going to be surprised the second time. But, like, after those first two hours, like, it switches over to uh, uh, Carlos, which I guess was from the original. I don't know. I've never heard of him. Um, And, like, it slows down a little bit more for a while, but you're just going through the police station again from 2. And, like, it's kind of cool because it's, like, happening concurrently as 2, kind of. But you're also going through the same areas and, like, finding the same loot. So it's like, how is it still there when Leon goes Resident, there? Resident Evil has always had that problem of consistency and sort of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been different if it was, like, totally disconnected. Or even, like, after 2 or something. But, like, you see, like, how Martin gets hurt uh, before you meet him in 2. And then... Like, you go through the same areas, and, like, Martin's not there. Well, Resident, You're like, I don't know how it works in the new game, because uh, I don't know what they changed, but I know in the in the, in the the original, the first part, like, there's a part where, like, it takes place before, like, mm-hmm. the actual shit goes down, and then a little bit, like, there's a, there's a gap where RE2 takes place in terms of time period, and then, like, the second half of RE3 is where... Uh, like it happens after like Leon and Claire take care of uh the 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 monster guy thing. No, this definitely seems during. Well, I'm saying I'm like saying said, like classic. I'm, I can't speak for the new one. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what they changed. Yeah. Well, that that's what I'm saying. It's like it definitely like it's the everything before you see like the the weird like RE2 crossover with you know with Martin, who's like the 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 black guy that like is is uh Leon's like connection point. At the beginning of 2. Um, everything leading up to that is definitely before the game. But then the fact that like you see him get wounded, like get bitten, um, and then like hide in the police station, you're like, oh, okay, that's where like RE2 starts. But then you just follow in after him into the police station, 
and start exploring the same areas. Yeah, it sounds like they're just retconning stuff that they don't really need a retcon. Yeah. Right. It's kind of weird. Yeah, because you do go into the police station in classic RE3, for mm-hmm. sure. You do go in there. I don't know how full you go in there. I can't. It's been a while since I watched Max play it, because he did like a full eight-hour playthrough of, it, of mm-hmm. the original one. But there is there is some interconnect. But I he was streaming it last night, and I fell asleep because I had to go to work the next day, so I didn't get to see much. Yeah. I need to finish it. Like I'm only like four parts in or something, um, which is about probably three, four hours. Um, but like the jump, jumping back and forth between Jill and Carlos is cool because they're both interesting characters, and I kind of like it more than I did like the separate campaigns in RE2. Um, but I'm just I'm confused about the timeline and how that works with yeah. like. Just characters basically being there at the same time as the same things are happening, but they never find each other. <laughs> yeah, just don't think about it. Yeah, but it's it's definitely a cool game. Like it's, um, I don't really care for Nemesis like as a character. I think that stuff is too much of the first half of the game. Stores, but it makes for some intense boss fights. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to comment on something other than Animal Crossing, so I thought I'd throw some RE three in there. <laughs> But next week we have Final Fantasy VII, so that'll be fun. <gasps> is it actually next? It week? comes out on the tenth, though, so it's yeah. like the Friday. Are we skipping next week? So yeah, just... but oh. let's be honest. I'm gonna play it all day. Yeah, all day uh, after work. I mean, right? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sick. Mm-hmm, mm, I got Corona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. <laughs> ben, what have you been up to? So I, I, uh, I didn't talk about it last week because I forgot about it. But I've been playing a lot of Doom '93. On the Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I never played... I'm going to say this right now. I never played the original Doom. I never had it. Never played as a kid. Doom probably because, like... I don't think it was the violence thing. because probably we didn't have a computer at the, at, the, at my home at the time. And Did you have a 32X? Because that's where I played it first. Did not have a 32X. Had a Sega... Had a Sega Genesis, a Sega Saturn, and a Sega CD. Not a 32X, oddly enough. Uh, <laughs> Dad didn't want to go all in on that. Um, I mean, the, he probably made a good choice. Yeah, nobody... There's something for the 32X. Um, so I never played... I played, like, the first level on an SNES emulator, so I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, uh, I've seen those. I that's like the That's, like, the worst version of yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why I basically haven't played it. I put it. I put that on my uh, Super Nintendo Classic, and I just turned it on. I didn't technically play. I was like, nope, not... This looks bad. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so... Same with Wolfenstein 3D. Yes. Ugh. Um, which, that one looks worse even in its... But either way, Doom still feels fucking good. Like, there's a satisfaction to it. I made it to the second episode. Uh, it's a lot of fun just strafing. I'm so glad you don't have to aim in the game. And there's there's such a crunchy feeling when you get the a headshot from a shotgun. Best shotgun noise in any video game I've ever played. It's so, oh, yeah. so sexy. Shotguns always feel good in Doom. Mm, so great. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to the, I'm getting into the part. But it's still good in... As even though it's our and oddly enough for a first person shooter, I can play it for about like again. It's, none of the levels are super long. It's like a short. It's a short ass experience. Uh, but I never got like a head problem or like a nauseous problem, which is like oh thank God I can play this game. It's awesome. Which is crazy because that game moves so yeah, fast. Yeah, it's like up and down. But like I never feel that problem. Uh, maybe it's cause, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's like a consistent frame rate or something. I don't know, dude. It's weird. My head, my head's weird. Uh, but it's so fun. <laughs> like seriously, if you never played Doom, more you more like you played Doom. You're not like me, who's an idiot. But like you know, it's five bucks on the Switch. I got it when it was like on sale for like a dollar something. So it's like, well, fuck it, I'll just buy it. Uh, I'll probably buy Doom two 
and Doom 64 at some point. Then play through those uh, once I beat Doom One. If you buy, I kind of want to check out Doom 64 because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a different game completely. Yeah. Um. No, what I was gonna say is uh, Doom Three BFG Edition comes with the first two games. So, oh, you're interested in that? You just buy that, and you get three games. So. Yeah. Well, I already have. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Anyone else? Any, yeah. Are they like unlocks, or are they just in there? They're just in there. Just nice. Play. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Because Doom Three is a lot different, more survival horror game from what I've seen than like. Classic it is. Doom. Yeah. Um, all the reason I've been playing is because fucking Doom Eternal looks so fucking hype, and I, I am yeah. really curious how they're gonna get that running on the Switch. Like, I, I am, I am like, I'm, ex- I'm curious if it's even gonna happen at this point because that's a massive project. Um, but we'll see. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll gladly buy Doom Eternal on on Switch day one. Uh, but besides that. Uh, I beat Panzer Dragoon for the Pants Dragon for the first time in my Pants life. Oh, you beat yeah. the Pants Dragon? I beat the Pants Dragon. Um, Embrace the Pants Dragon. Yeah, I beat it, and I, it was so good because I remember being a kid and when and this came out, and get it's it's a hard it's such a hard game. Uh, not the fact that this version has uh, input lag and there's not really a good. Having played it multiple times now, there's not re- there, at least before the patch. Actually, a patch that just came out that helps some of these things. Uh, there's not really a good like a satisfaction of hitting. You know when you play Star Fox and you lock onto something, that satisfaction of you get that feeling when it hits. For some reason, this remake it just didn't land. Especially when I'm, you know, I was looking at Let's Play. Like it's it's kind of hard to compare because like I haven't played the Sega Saturn version in over twenty plus years. You can't play that anymore. Uh, but I'm still happy to play it. Still happy to beat it. Um, still, I still love it, even though it's a simple, real arcade shooter. It's Sega at its best. Arcade, arcade game at your home at leisure, um, with like such cool dope ass designs. Uh, but they just did a new patch where they have the original a remix of the Sega Saturn music, which is dope. Uh, and then they actually adjusted some of the balancing and again, did some other patch stuff in there. So that's neat. Although it only came out like a week later. I'm like, why not just delay it? Or just put it back a week and release it with the patch. Probably would have gotten better. I don't know. It's that just it seems odd that the patch. I figured the patch would come out a month from now, but no, it just came out the next week. It's just a little weird, but so <clears> great, <throat> so great. You know, uh, glad I, I have. It's I just I'm not gonna lie. When I turn on my switch and I just see it there, I just smile. I'm like, yeah, you exist again, buddy. You live again. Um, but besides that, the game that while well, everybody in the mother is playing Animal Crossing. Uh, I have been playing a shit ton of Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, and Justin's gonna hate me for this because I got fucking anxious. I beat the epilogue story for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 without anybody knowing. Um. That's okay. I forgot to check if I had the DLC. You do because you talked, we talked about it before. Um. Okay, cool. So I, it's an epilogue story. It's not long. Uh, basically, I'm not gonna go super spoilery, but basically Doctor Doom is up to shenanigans. Uh, you, there is, there's two new areas. Uh, well, I will say one of them because they, you, is in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but the other one is not. So I won't say what it is. It was a pleasant surprise, especially who you meet there if you're a Marvel Comics fan. But, uh, it was, it was for, for an epilogue, it was, it was cool. But there's two, there's like fucking four parts in the Castle Doom part that pissed me the fuck off. So, Justin, you remember those lasers that you would have to jump through? 
uh, at certain segments. They were kind of annoying, but they weren't that bad because they were they were uh, they they were still. And you just have the time you're jumping, you would go through right. But if you got hit, you would just roll back. Like okay, whatever. So this game, this this one decides to introduce them, but this time they're moving in different patterns. Meaning you jump it, but wait a minute, you get hit by a laser. Oh, but you, by the time you get up, you're gonna get hit by a laser, and you're tumbling literally to the beginning of the bridge. It's awful. It's annoying as fuck. It's the worst part of the thing, and maybe you want to put it down for like a good solid bit. Uh, it's really no good platforming sections in that game, though. Yeah, it, but it's like if it'd be one thing if it was just like stat. If it was like I rather would have been stagnant laser things where you have to jump, time it, and fight enemies through. Like in the original game, but no, the fact that it has to be moving platform, moving lasers that if you, when you, when you rise up, you're going to get hit again because you have no invincibility frames at a certain, at, at a certain frame time. Ah, it's just, oh God, it made me so mad. Uh, but that being said, the boss fight is really, really cool on who you fight. Uh, Dr. Doom is really cool. Playing as all members of Fantastic, as a Fantastic Four uh, is really good. And the good thing is. Uh, the, the level cap is at the end of the base game. So if you haven't played in a while, you can just start here uh, and play with every character, higher level characters you have. Or you could do what I did and just play as the Fantastic Four. Uh, which, they're all good. Uh, although, ju- oh wow, somebody's mad. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to be picked up, apparently. Yep, yeah, there he goes. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Ben is basically, you know, like any other big bruiser, but he's like, it's just the little animations that they do. Like he literally picks up a rock. He goes, let's rock. And he punches the rock and it breaks. It's, it's, it's so sick. Um, but, uh, what I've been doing a lot besides after I beat that, um, I got every character, but there's one final character that's not unlocked and it's in this new patch, the final character. And I'm going to say who it is because it's kind of cool. The final character is Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. And how you unlock him is, is you have to beat the epilogue on ultimate level, level difficulty. Uh, which, by the way, I'm also doing a superior playthrough. Uh, which is like, there's friendly, mighty, and superior is the, like the hard mode. Which is funny because I'm blowing through the campaign like way faster than I did on Mighty. It, you know, only reason I did it quick with y'all is because we were all working together. Um... And I'm not even that overleveled, which is interesting enough. Like, but I'm just cruising through it. Uh, maybe it's because I just know how to play the game more. But so yeah, Thanos is the final character uh, with the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm told he's busted, as he should be, because considering he has all its six Infinity Stones that you can use. Uh, that seems like a cop out of a character, though, because Thanos is, is already a character in the game. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you're not wrong, but he has the Infinity Gauntlet, though. Um, yeah, but they should have done like just a different character, like. Do like Galactus or something? No, that's... and so like he has all of those powers, but he's a totally different character. Yeah, but Galactus too. But I get your point. Um, no, you're right. But I, I think I think and Thanos with the Infinity Stones isn't. It's just because it's Thanos. Because Thanos is already playable in the game. By the way, if you have the DLC, if you bought the DLC right now, there's an event going on where if you play story mode, you can you can get certain rewards. Uh, which, by the way, this game has a battle pass system now, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and you get extra rewards for having the DLC. The DLC, buying that $20 DLC pass feels worth it. It doesn't feel like you just bought $20 for characters. You get like an extra, extra rewards and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, that normally in, in regular playthrough, you had to beat, I think it's one of the Infinity Rifts. And that, to unlock Thanos, he was at the very top. Uh, and you had to go through all the challenges. You had to go through another playthrough of superior mode. 
which isn't bad if you're leveled enough. Um, you have the right, and you don't even have the right team composition because I had a fucking mishmash of characters and I was going through and never died once. But uh, for now, I think it's for at least the next ten days. Maybe I could be wrong. Uh, if you beat the final chapter on any, it doesn't say difficulty or anything. If you beat the final chapter with uh, any uh, in in main story mode, you get Thanos just like that at level eighty five, just like that. Which I'm like, oh, I got Thanos, awesome. So I did like a cool. I did like I had a picture of Thanos, Loki, Doctor Doom, Magneto all together. I'm like, fuck yeah, villains team, let's go. Um, but uh, I did more of the gauntlet stuff too, which is basically how you get shield tokens. Uh, I'm starting to five star most of them, and that's pretty much like the monotonous, you know, put on Avengers Assemble and just go, just like not pay attention that much to what I'm doing because it's not grinding because there are better grinding spots, but you get use the gauntlet stuff to get new costumes. And oh my god, and this kind of fueled my fuel to fueled my fuel the knee to the back <laughs> of the knee. Um. This uh, fueled me to play more because there are so many cool costumes now. Uh, like, especially with the latest pack, like uh, Venom has his anti-Venom costume. Uh, Hawkeye has his Ronin costume in two different colors. Uh, Wasp has her 60s costume. And you get all these by shield tokens and you can only... And most of the time you can only get them by playing uh, either uh, Gauntlet or Danger Room. And Danger Room is like the PvP area. You can also do it solo. Um, but I think PvP is... You get them faster? I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. But you can use those to get shield tokens. And you can buy new costumes. Uh, like one of them... One of them is my favorite is Steve Rogers' Super Soldier outfit from like the late two, like 2010s. Um, and it's just like him like a kind of like a mesh of a shield agent uniform. But like a Captain America design. But his shield is like a plasma shield. And like that's such a nice little uh, touch. Um... Like this, like that's what's fueling. Like Ghost Rider has like a, a Evil Knievel inspired costume. Punisher has an Age of Apocalypse inspired costume. Daredevil has the Man Without Fear costume, which is basically like him just in sneakers and like a hoodie, you know, like the Netflix show, but like the comics version. Uh, and he even has like a red and yellow variant to reference the original Daredevil costume. Although I would have just kind of liked that one versus it, but it's whatever. It's it's fine. Uh, Moon Knight has like an armored version and there's one that's red and black. So you can be NWO black and white or NWO Wolfpack if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, that's what's making me play this game. I'm not trying to complete it immediately because God, you're going to drive yourself insane if you do this. Uh, but like, oh, I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to get tired of this and I'll put it down and I'll come back to it. Uh, but I'm just having a lot of fun playing it again. Like it's, it's just simple and there's like I get that little – uh, checking my brain like ooh I unlocked something and ooh I got 600 shield tokens and let's go unlock a costume uh, once I beat superior mode uh, on superior story mode I'll probably go to beating the rest of the infinity rifts try to get all those other costumes other alternate skins and uh, go for that because namely only because I want that planet Hulk gladiator Hulk costume I want it so bad um, but also if you do play in superior mode, you do get other alternate costumes just by playing it. Like during certain times, it'll just unlock. So the higher the higher level you play on difficulty, the better the more rewards you get, which I think is cool. Uh, the game doesn't tell you that, and I wish it did. But you know, it, just letting y'all know if you play the game. Uh, so yeah, that's why I haven't like I almost bought Animal Crossing. And I was like, well, I'm having too much fun Marvel Ultimate Alliance right now, so I'm gonna play this game. And, and as of right now, I. I, I I hope they're done with the game. 
Because I don't think they need to do anymore. I think there's enough content in here to keep people satisfied for hundreds and hundreds of hours. You know, uh, if you're into this kind of game. It's very grindy. It is what it is. But I, I think there's enough content, enough characters to where like, you're going to keep yourself busy. Uh, and although the story stuff does hint at something big, uh, I won't say exactly what it is. Um, you have to play for it yourselves. I hope that means they're either teasing uh, for a new Marvel Team Alliance 4 at some point down the road. It'll probably be a while before we get that. Uh, but I w- I'd be down. Um, but it's 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 such a cool package. And I j- I sometimes I'll just go to the character select screen and just look at all the characters and the diversity of the Marvel Universe that's here. You know, in, a little bit of Inhumans, a little bit of X-Men, all the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, you know, a little bit of Supernatural. Uh, and of course you got the bad guys, you know, it's, it's so cool. Um, yeah, great game, but that's, that's pretty much what I've been, uh, playing. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah. Make mine's Marvel. Uh, so I've been playing Animal Crossing just like Justin and the rest of the world has been. Um, but other than that, I've been playing, uh, I finished off Yakuza 2 finally. Yakuza Kiwami 2. Uh, fantastic game. It's it's amazing. Kiryu-chan. Awesome. Yes, Kiryu-chan. Um, the end of that game it ends kind of like uh, one does, where it's a shirtless fight on top of a roof. Um, that sounds hot. <laughs> with tattooed guys. Uh, tattooed. <laughs> yeah, tattooed guys. Um, but no, I think the story for two is probably the best they've done. So far, from what I've played, um, it's a toss-up between 2 and 0 as the best story. Uh, I started up 3, and it's so weird to go back to, like, a different engine, because, like, the, the remakes of Kwame 1 and 2 are in the style of Yakuza 6. And the remasters they did for 3, 4, and 5, I think they just, like, up them and... Oh, no. Uh, just, just made them look a little bit better, you know? Just, like, cause... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're not full on remakes. They still use. It's the not Kiwami three. Oh no! It's not, it's not a Kiwami. No. Um. Yeah. So it's like a way stiffer and everything. It's really weird. Does it still um, follow the same story beats though? Like if you play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Like um, the way uh, two ends off is that Kiryu goes off to Okinawa and opens up an orphanage, and three starts up there where you're in the middle of your orphanage, and um. Yakuza family is trying to kick you off your off the land because they want to build a resort there instead or a military base depends on who buys it. So you're trying to like defend the Yakuza in the military and businessmen from like buying your land, because um, you're just renting it. You don't own it. So it kind of gets into all that kind of stuff. It takes place in 2007 and eight, so it's getting a little bit more modern. <laughs> Uh, Kiryu's getting older. Uh, everyone's calling him an old man now. It's funny. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten too far in that, but the story's still pretty good. Um, Majima's still in it. Um, don't want to spoil anything for Ben if he wants to play. I, I, w- I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um... So yeah, what, what, uh, I've also been playing Ori. I finished off the north part as the first part. Uh, I think you could do those all in order, like all in different orders, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can do any of the, um, 
the dungeons, dungeons yeah. I guess they're yeah. called. Let's just call them dungeons. in any order. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but because like yeah. they all have to be. It's kind of like a like Link Between Worlds situation or Breath of the Wild situation where like they all have to be equal difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like the only item you really use is whatever you get in that area, <laughs> and so it doesn't feel quite as like progressive as the first one did. Yeah, that makes like, sense. You know, on the yeah. Metroidvania front, mm-hmm. um, it feels more like a Zelda game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've been enjoying that. Uh, I streamed some of that yes, or last week, and someone came into my stream and was like, why do you play this game with damage numbers on? I'm like, this is the only... I've been from... I'm from the world of Destiny. I, I need damage numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it matter? Quit gating games. Good grief. Yeah, it was. It's fine. Yeah, he was, he was a he was a regular. So. Oh, yeah. Still. Um. But yeah, that's fun. I bought Shenmue three. Oh, it was on sale. <laughs> I'm gonna stream that game. I haven't played it yet. Thomas, I'll talk about it next week. This is, is this it's out. It's yeah, been out for been, a while. It came it out a, last year. Yeah. yeah, it came out last oh. year. Yeah. Um. It's a thing. It's mm-hmm. it's, okay. a, it's a thing, all right. Uh, then, Thomas, have you watched it. I I've seen Max play it. Um, there's Thomas. I have to tell you, look out. It's not a spoiler thing, by the way. I'm about to tell you, but it's so fucking funny. Watch out for Landy. It's not Landy. Although, look out for sailors. No, not look out for sailors. I don't know if there's a reference in sailors or not. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't remember because we're seeing Max's West Coast and he, he starts late and I don't get to finish it off. Anyways, there's a little girl in uh in the in in the opening area. Has just just try to see if you can find her. You'll write. She thinks she wears like a pink sweater. Her walking animations are like some of the most unintentionally funniest things I've ever fucking seen. I might just think you a clip of Max <laughs> encountering the girl, but it's just like what? Why are you what? What? Okay, just moving on. Uh, but I'll tell you this: having seen Max uh played it, it's it's Shenmue. Like it's it's most definitely Shenmue with. Like a, a a prettier looking engine. I I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. So there's like three fights in the whole game. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, but there are fights, and they, but like in terms of what else you do, it's Shenmue. <laughs> and the jank level. Uh, there is the. I mean, yeah, it is jank looking. It is still jank looking, despite that it came out in 2019. If it feels like a high resolution Dreamcast game, <laughs> and that's. I wouldn't want Shenmue any other way. Like that's that's uh, what people want. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kickstarted by the fans, so fuck it. They 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 know what they want. Just fucking finish the story. I don't know if Shenmue three finishes the story. It I does honestly... not. I've read an article where it okay, doesn't. finish yeah. the fuck. I need to like listen. Rio's been tracing Landy for twenty fucking years. Come on. <laughs> well, realistically, in the game, he hasn't. Yeah, it's like nineteen. No. Shenmue takes place, what, in the 80s, right? I think? Uh, Maybe? I think the first one was, like, 85 or so something. So it's, like, what, 1980? Oh, my God, it's only 1989 over there. Shit. I don't know. So let me look at the Shenmue timeline. All right, Shenmue timeline. Uh, oh, we're really getting in the weeds, huh? When does Shenmue take place? No, I don't want the fucking release date of this game. It was 86 when it came out. It probably took around somewhere around then. So it's probably 87, 88, because I don't know what the time difference is between 2 and 3. Because I know nothing about 2. Oh, no, wait. 
November 29th, 1986 is when it start is when the game started. In Shenmue 1? In yeah, so that that was the date that it takes okay, place. Okay. So it could be either 86 or 87, give or take. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to link you the clip after we're done with the show because it's too fucking funny. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to more Shenmue in my life. I know these games are bad and terrible, but I need some. I need to see what 3 is like. I Hello. need to see it. I'm, I'm I need look- to play it for myself. I'm looking for Landy. Can you tell me where he is, please? And try... Is there any, luck- is there any lucky hit? Uh, I'm not saying... I'm not saying. I'm just saying, it's Shenmue. What do you expect? I'm, I expect games of Lucky Hit. Uh, there are games. I will tell you that much. There are games. Is is there uh, a quick, a quick, what do they call, what, the, what was the game called where you, all you do is just press buttons? I, I'm pretty sure there is. It's been a while since I've seen it. Because you go into the Sega arcade and like that was one of the games where you literally just like do quick time events. Yeah, no, there is stuff like that. It's more like martial arts training, but there is stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this though: in Shenmue Two, the learning the, like the palm strike from that old man was pretty cool. So, yeah, I know nothing about like, like that. I know nothing about Shenmue Two at all. Yeah, Shenmue Two was my is the only game that I played in that series. I haven't played one. I've watched one. I haven't yeah. played one. One is kind of rough. One is one is rough. Okay, so speaking of games we have not played, let's move into the news. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah we're what, looking for sailors. Uh, so speaking of games I have not played, uh, near replicant I haven't played. Um, oh, so there's news that came out. Um, an upgraded near replicant has been announced for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, and there's also going to be a new mobile game, uh, near reincarnation. So Square Enix has confirmed bringing an upgrade version of Near Replicant to PC. Okay, yeah. Uh, the remake of the decade-old RPG was announced earlier today on a live stream celebrating the game's 10th anniversary. Whilst Platinum Games isn't involved in the upgrade that's being led by Toy Logic, uh, Takahisha Tora, who worked as the senior game designer on Near Automata, is reportedly involved. Uh, Near Replicant uh, version is an upgrade version of the original. Look what the version number is. <sighs> version 1.22474487139. There you go, Ben. You happy? I love it. I just love the, just the ad. Like, fuck you. Here's and this. then dot, dot, dot. Then there's ellipses after that. So. <laughs> oh, Yoko Taro never changed. I don't think this is Yoko Taro. Are you sure? Yeah. I think he only did the uh, the, the Automata, man. I don't think he's involved in the other ones. I, I, well, he might be involved in this one. Um, Both of these trailers, like the mobile game and Replicant, look the same. Like, they don't have footage. It's just, like, glitchy text with concept art. That's, that's like, we know good. nothing about either of these. Yeah. It's a mess. That's uh, near. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Oh, where was I? Where, where did I get caught? Oh, yeah. So, enter an apocalyptic world as you play as a brother on a quest to cure his sister of a deadly disease in the unique action <laughs> RPG. Um, I think the uh, the first near game was like that too. It was the same kind of uh, yeah story. This isn't the first. <clears throat> no, the first near was just called near. I thought this was a up. No, this is near. Re- no, near. this is this is near replicant. 
There are multiple near games. Yeah. I thought there was two. There was near no, and near Automata. There are multiple near games. See, I assumed Replicant was like the name of the remaster of Near. Nope. <clears throat> okay, so actually This is such a mess. Okay, so it came out as Near, but also it came out in Japan as Near Gestalt. And then okay. an alternate version was released for the 360 called Near Replicant. Mm. Oh, so what you're saying is I'm right and you owe me an apology. What I'm saying is there's three different versions of this game. But this is Near. I guess? So I'm right. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Listen, like, it doesn't have Tubi's ass, so I kind of don't care right now. Yeah, exactly. All um, I'm saying is I've never played these games, and I still knew that there was only one other Nier game. Okay, so the the director is Yoko Taro from initially, so... Yeah. <sighs> Admit that I'm right. I'm still waiting for my apology. I'm not apologizing to you. <laughs> ben, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> that, that listen, is, is what we call affirmative action. Thank you. I'm so disrespected. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah, the whole near thing is just a mess. Um, well, now this is, now we, they'll have the definitive version of the original near. Okay. And I, I didn't like, I didn't hate original near, like with what I played it. I never finished it, but like I played it up to the point where they kicked me out of the town to go do my quest. Um, but it kind of, it kind of played like, uh, like, uh, near automata, but not as smooth. Yeah, because well, plat- platinum help with that noise. Yeah. Um. All right. God, Neo Gar- Automata was so good. Speaking of new games, uh, Gary's Mod Two is in development. What? Uh, I never expected to see the day that Gary's Mod would have a sequel. Well, whoever placed the bet that Gary Mo- Gary's Mod Two would come up before Half Life Three, congratulations, <laughs> you won. Well, well we're never I- gonna get a Gary's Mod Three. So. Exactly. They can't count to three. You got to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the developer revealed that Gary's Mod Two is in development on Twitter Sunday morning uh, via a meme. Uh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> when you're famous for a game called Prop Hunt, of course it's a fucking meme. So Gary Newman, he posted the meme with the uh, the jealous girlfriend, you know, where the guy looks back and he sees the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, making Gma Two, me, and then everything. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, it is weird though because like Gary's mod is just an engine essentially for other people to play with. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. like it's worked fine for years. People can do whatever they want with it. So I guess to do a new one would be like you know Mario Maker Two, where it's like there's just more resources for pe- for people to use. He also posted other jokes about, um, like, people congratulate him. He says, holy shit, thanks for the support. Hope you're not going to be disappointed when you find out Gmod 2 is an iOS match 3 game made in Unity. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, oh Gary Newman God. seems alright. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, there's nothing really new else to say on this, um, other than it's potentially being built on Valve's Source 2 engine. Makes sense. With a virtual reality toolkit. So that's probably why they're making it too. So they could, yeah, that's true. Uh, do the virtual reality. Yeah, Valve's going full in on VR. So if they can have like a resource where anyone can make a VR game, it's going to sell. Like, 
I was trying, I, I decided, I was like, oh, I'm in quarantine. I'll get, I'll finally, like, just break down and get the Oculus Quest. Did you get it? It's not available anywhere. Of course yeah. it's not. Like, VR is sold out across the board right now because of friggin' Half-Life Alex. It wouldn't surprise me that people are going to try and flip it, too. Oh, yeah, they are. Like, yeah. the only place it's available is on Amazon, and the 64 gig is, like, twice the price. That's there. nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. Like, that's not okay. Uh, yeah. Um, it seems like Gary's Mod would be a perfect fit for VR, too. Yeah, for sure. Imagine, like, VR prop hunt, like, with multiple people. Oh, God. That'd be pretty fun. It'd be messed up. Um, another thing that's messed up is Outer Worlds. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, <laughs> how dare. Outer Worlds will release on Switch this June. Woo! I finally will be able to... Well, I actually could play it right now, but... Um, haven't downloaded it I yet. I put this in here just for Ben. Yay! I'm gonna get me a copy on Switch, because, yeah. Not a lot of stuff for me this year. So Originally, I'm... it was due to release on March 6th. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it didn't. Um, although, actually, it'd be perfect quarantine game, now that I think about it. Well, we'll still be in quarantine in June. Yeah, we will be. Yeah, oh. yeah we will be. Well, I mean, I, I you guys will be. I still go to work every day. There. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna die out there. By the way. Okay. Um, well, not before June fifth. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> uh. So next news story we have is despite huge sales, Borderlands three developers are getting stiffed on bonuses. Uh, of course they are. Friggin' Randy Pitchford strikes again. Now you see why I don't buy their shit. <laughs> Well, the reason is because not enough people bought their shit. Oh. So are you saying I'm the asshole now? Yes. <laughs> well, this You're one the reason me- why they didn't get their bonus. This one fat Mexican podcaster didn't buy Borderlands 3. We didn't meet our sales quota. So none of you get bonuses. They're- <gasps> hey, doesn't knock at my door. I'll be right back. Meanwhile, get the door. I'll be back later. That was, that was bad. I'm sorry. But it was a big sales success. It didn't sell enough to um to meet the, the budget. So they they couldn't. I'm trying to find the actual quotes and stuff in here, but from from what I understand is that they didn't sell enough to reach the budget. They they spent too much on Borderlands Three. Mm. Um, and Randy Pitchford's twelve million dollar bonus was in 2016 before the game was even developed. Jesus, twelve million fucking dollars! Right. Fuck you, Randy Pitchford. Good um, lord! Take his fucking money. Give take his fucking money and give those bonus people bonuses. It's actually worked on the fucking. Sorry, I'm mad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah, it's not a good look. Um, Jesus. and it has to deal more with um, just like business dealings in general. It's not just like let's fuck these guys and give bonuses to executives. Um. <sighs> Uh, I don't want to read through the whole story because we basically I basically just recapped everything. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so shit though for somebody. Well, to work on this it. is actually like this isn't unheard of. Um, I remember I don't know like exact details, so I'm sure I'm misquoting something. But kind of just like as a general overview, um, a lot of movies do this to prevent uh, like back end deals for actors and like crew and stuff like that because they. Basically, like, they uh, make each individual production, like, its own uh, corporation so that the uh, the shareholders will make their money back, 
but the movie never actually makes money. So like, you know, if you have a deal that's like gets 5% of the profits of the movie or whatever, mm-hmm. like it never makes a profit. So those people never make money. Yeah. So I feel like this is a similar situation where like, you know, maybe they had a deal for Borderlands 3 to make money. So they're like, okay, let's spend so much money. Like, you know, basically cook the books so that it looks like they spent enough money that even selling really well, it didn't make money. But, like, those millions probably didn't go into actual game development. They went to, you know, shareholders or whatever, and they just called that an expense. Um, But, like, according to this, a lot of it has to do with the engine shift and stuff, because this game took forever to make. It did. And I'm sure that's part of it, too. But I also wouldn't be surprised, like, let's be honest, Randy Pitchford knows how to cook some books. Oh, totally, dude. Or he has people that knows how to do that. Mm. Yeah, like, the entertainment industry is sleazy. It is. Just across the board. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's really sad, because I think, like, I think Borderlands 3 is their best game they've made. Um, Yet I hear nobody talking about it. Not, not literally yeah. the fervor of, like, people talk with, like, the first or second one. Yeah, it just kind of, like, disappeared into the... Yeah, it came, came and went, but uh, I still think it's a fantastic game. I haven't played their DLC yet. I'm going to pick it up when I get the chance to. Mm-hmm. Um, They're coming to Switch, and I won't buy them still. The the collection, not yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, just anything Borderlands I won't yeah. buy. Fair. But, like, I think this game's going to have a life. Like, you know, people will come back to it over time. Um, probably when, like, the Definitive Edition comes out with all the DLC. But it is weird that, like, it came out, did really well with sales, and then just kind of disappeared into the ether. And the thing I have um, with this is that you shouldn't be promising bonuses that you can't keep. Yeah. Right. That's the worst. In the first place. Well, they got bonuses, they just weren't as high as expected. Which is still not It's not great, great yeah. Yeah. And I don't think anyone should get a bonus for something that hasn't been like the the work they haven't done yet. Right. That's, <laughs> Agreed. That's not that's not how bonuses work. Let alone a twelve million. Oh god, that's way too much fucking money to give Randy Pitchford. Yeah, he should have taken the bonus, like the extra bonuses, out of his money. Yeah. Like that shows how sleazy he is. Yeah. There's it's so just... many friggin' Disney, who's like you know the devil incarnate, has like the, all their CEOs are taking pay cuts. To right. help the company do better right now. Yeah, like, that's... when Disney is taking pay cuts, yeah. like, that's a major thing. And Randy Pitchford's over there just rolling in his money. Yep, yep. Um, that's, I, I talked about this, I think, maybe yesterday or a couple days ago on stream. But um, I say, with CEOs, where if their employees are getting shafted, they should uh, sacrifice their money. Because, like, a lot of people, a lot of CEOs work for, like, a dollar a year. Yeah, if they're if they if they have a ton of money already and they want to like improve uh, morale or like improve their uh, workers' uh, situations, um, a lot of people do. It. It's a fairly fairly common thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Randy's not doing that. He doesn't care. He's just gonna take the money and run. Right. Um, you know, Randy Pitcher doesn't need twelve million dollars. I mean, he he probably does a lot of drugs. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Probably goes to Thailand a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just made that joke. If you got it, congratulations. Plus, he has a lot of... I, I got it. He has a lot of lawsuits to settle. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's the Ric Flair of video game developers. 
Yeah, I think Ric Flair is a better guy than. Are you sure? Are you sure yeah, about that? Yeah, I think I so. Like Rick, but I like Rick, but part of me thinks he's a scumbag underneath it all, just because of what the decade of the year he's from. I could be wrong. I know Hogan's a shit, a shit, uh, a shithead for sure. He's not as bad. Yeah, Ric Flair is not as bad as Hogan. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about something that uh, Justin's gonna be interested in. Uh, yes. Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, the Steam update seemingly removed the entire game. <laughs> yeah, so this has this has since been fixed. That's but funny. I left the story in here because I thought it was hilarious and it, I wanted to talk about it. it I really like the the tagline "In Need of a Phoenix Down." It's really good. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. So yeah, there was an update for this. Uh, it was not an April Fool's thing, surprisingly, but it basically like reduced the game file to zero megabytes what? so whenever you go to download like if you if you bought it new like i'd never played it before and went to install it it would say disk space required zero megabytes and would immediately <laughs> finish and it would pull up the launcher where you can like choose your resolution and stuff and then you go to start game it'll just crash like there's nothing for it to actually load um that's so funny so <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to fix on this, you know, I'm granted it's the, you know, the PC remaster, whatever, but like this 15 year old game, um, but whatever it was completely broke the, the game. It said that it was supposed to be removing, let's see, uh, it was, uh, notes that a, an, April two April second update removed a long list of files, and then it says that long list appears to be every file of the game. <laughs> <laughs> this writer is pretty good. I'm gonna give him a yeah. shout out. Matt Perslow. It's good article. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like this actually, like this game is really popular in Steam still. I've actually been tempted. Like after this happened, and then like you know thinking about how Final Fantasy VII is probably going to disappoint me, oh, no. I was kind of tempted to boot Nine up again. Because I just, I freaking love that game. Um, but then I saw this news and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll wait. <laughs> they did it on purpose! They know. Yeah, they're like, we gotta get people to play Final Fantasy VII instead. Delete all your fucking games. But, like, they mentioned this Maguri mod that makes the game look significantly more impressive. I gotta look that up. Because last I knew, there wasn't, like, a completed graphical mod for Nine. Um, they had done some of the backgrounds with like the the gigapixel AI thing, and some of that stuff, but like they ne they hadn't finished making the game look good. And I don't want to use anything that like doesn't totally work. Um, like I had a lot of issues with the Final Fantasy VII graphics mods and stuff like that because they were incomplete. Um, but yeah, I I just I thought this was funny. Like, how do you screw it up this bad? But mm -hmm. it's fixed now, so it's fine. Uh, so speaking of things being fixed, uh, Spencer has been fixing Xbox and he did a interview with the uh, IGN. Phil Spencer, that is. Yeah, Phil Spencer. Uh, and so some of the topics in the interview regarded the Xbox Series X price, the comparison with the PS5 tech, also, um, cross-play, cross-buy, cross-save. Spencer said that the battle isn't won yet and it has these features. Which Microsoft believes should be mandatory in the year 2020, haven't been implemented in all games so far. Uh, he says, I will say it kind of comes back to the sentiment you should be able to play it with the people you want to play with. 
and if we can't if we can't support that and we can be advocates and champions for that great Tim Sweeney has been out there pushing hard on this we think cross play cross progression cross buy are things people should be able to expect in this year with digital currencies and economies uh, that are out there but yeah I feel really good that cross place growing in popularity I still don't see it everywhere, so the battle is not won. Uh, later in the interview, Spencer said, was asked which IP for Microsoft's portfolio he was personally interested in bringing back, and he had no hesitation in his reply. He says, mech, that's easy. I just think from the right standpoint, it's a little bit messy, as there are some other people working on the games, but I think about, I think about Mech Assault. The IPs that Jordan Weissman created, Crimson Skies and Shadowrun and Mech, it's just really deep. <laughs> it's just really deep. Really rich stories and characters to go play in. And I think it would be really cool at some point if we could do something with it. Obviously, I'd pick something where we're not working on right now. Just on that kind of teasing something. But yeah, that's a pretty easy one for me because I just... <laughs> Dude, this fucking shit... Because I just, if I go from command, I think the person who transcribed it just missed a few words. <laughs> well, no, a lot of times they transcribe it literally word for word how it's spoken. And you can't do that because it never sounds good. Yeah, because he came out, he was probably just like pausing and stuff and then just like pivots mid-sentence. Right. Um, I just think there's such an amazingly rich place uh, there for somebody to go and create. Maybe someday we'll find the rights uh, will line up in the right way. Uh, quite a few games in the Battletech universe were released in the last few years. Turn-based strategy game, Battletech. Okay, so it just goes on about other stuff. But this got me really excited because I'm a huge fan of Mech Assault and Mech Assault 2. Like, those were the games I played back in the day. I would just come home from work, or not work, school, and maybe work when I was old enough. And I would just sit on the couch or just sit in my room on the floor and just, like, play, like, Mech Assault uh, 2, like, specifically 2 online, like, all the time. I was a huge fan of those games, and I doubt we're going to get a Mech Assault game in the future anytime soon, but it just it gets me excited to have him think about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm really excited. I don't care about the cross-buy, cross-save. I don't care. Give me Mech Assault. <laughs> I wouldn't have pegged you as a Mech Assault guy, actually. Oh, I loved it, because it was way more like arcade than Mech Warrior, and mm. it was way more like... There was... You could play as a mech, or, like, you could play as a mech, VTOL, a pilot, just run around, plant bombs everywhere, mm-hmm. or you could play as the battle suit. And so, like, one of my favorite things was to do was just to plant a bomb next to a mech. So, like, you have to get out of your battle suit to get into the mech, and you would just, like, run up to it and you just blow up and die. <laughs> I was a huge troll back in the day. Um, it was what? great. Yeah, well, I still have a little bit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, it also had like a whole like clan integration in it where you'd pick uh, you you would pick uh, like one of the sides that you would be on, and there's a map that you have to fight control over. And so like during the day, one team would be like dominating the map. You go to bed, you wake up, oh shit, these guys took over our land. You got to take it back. Like there was a lot of fun stuff like that that I haven't seen anywhere else other than maybe like Planet Side Two or Planet Side. But yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of fun. It was the first time I ever was in a clan, so I have a lot of memories with that game. Anyways, you guys have any thoughts on the cross save, cross buy stuff? 
I still think it's super neat. So that means if and when I buy an Xbox One X or whatever version of an Xbox, the games I already own here, I can just play them on. I have games already for that console. I think that's super neat. Yeah, I mean, I think that should be the norm for sure. Like, at least cross save cross buy between uh, different consoles in the same uh, company. So, like, like Ben said, I have, like, I used to have an Xbox 360. And when I got my Xbox One, I went to the, like, my game library, and it had, like, a slew of games that were just ready to be downloaded from when I had my 360. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, because these were on my account, I still own them. Like, that's really neat, because I had, like, forgotten I owned them, honestly. Or, like, games that I got through the Microsoft Store on PC, like, were available on my Xbox. Yeah. Because I already bought them. Um, so things like that, you know, where you don't have to rebuy the same games you've already bought. Like, that's perfect. I don't necessarily expect it to be, like, you know, you buy a game on PS4 and you also get the Xbox One copy. It probably should be, but that's not how the licensing deals work or anything. Um, but I do think that, like, you know, Nintendo, for example, right now they're doing the online stuff, so it's fine. But, like, with the Wii U and the 3DS, there should have been some sync up between purchases there. <laughs> and there wasn't. Uh, with, like, some of the, you know, the uh, virtual console stuff. Yeah. I, I My ass paid for A Link to the Past twice, so... Yeah. Although, to be so, fair, A Link to the Past was discounted on Wii U, because instead of just giving it to you for free, you got it at a discounted price. So, eh, still... Yeah, it's not the same, though. Yeah. And then say, oh my god, it would be so great to be able to play, like, you know, the, the, before the Switch, you know, you take your save data from A Link to the Past or Mega Man X or whatever on your new 3DS and then play the, the that save on your Wii U. Uh, that would have been nice. That yeah, been... I mean, save data is a totally different discussion because things like the uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, like, you know, save sharing between Steam and Switch... Like, it proves that that should just be a standard feature. Like, that's that's not really part of the discussion, because why don't we have that for everything? Um, but cross-buy is a little different, because that's actual, like, you know, each company pays a different licensing thing to have their game on their platform. So I understand they don't want to just give it to you for free, because you paid another company their licensing fee. But saves, who cares? You already bought the game. Give me my save. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to restart GTA 5 for the fourth time. <laughs> fourth? I I have owned that game. PS4. Uh, no. PS3, PS4, uh, PC, Xbox One. Damn. <laughs> Wait, you got it from Xbox One? Why? Well, it's on Game Pass. Oh. Oh, okay. And I, I, that's actually a fifth, technically. Uh, because I owned it on PS4 twice. You're the reason why Rockstar is like banking and shit like that. Well, I owned it. It might have been PS3 twice. I don't remember. I had it and then all my stuff got stolen. So I bought it again. Oh, or, yeah, okay. Because I got like the, the GTA 5 like console. Rockstar bundle. stole your PS3 just so you could <laughs> buy another copy of GTA 5. <laughs> it, it still kind of hurts that I was, I was robbed. Mm. So. Maybe maybe don't. But maybe no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, it it does hurt, but I'm also kidding. Um, 
I think it was the I think it was twice on PS3 though. Cuz like I the game had just come out and then I got robbed. And so I got a new PS3 that was the bundle. I was And then I got a PS4, GTA, but then I got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I just said. Oh my god. Um, and then I got a PS4 and I got the game again oh. because all my friends were playing on PS4. Oh my god, you stop. And then got it on, P- on PC to play with Thomas and Lowe. And then, yeah. So I had it four times before Xbox. And I was like, it's on Game Pass. I'll download it. Why not? Which, by the way, Twitch Prime is giving you a million dollars for free. In, uh, oh, nice. In, in, in GTA Online, not in real life. <laughs> I'm less interested. Now. It's Amazon. Yeah. Fucking Jeff Bezos can fucking spend that, afford that shit. But, like, GTA 5 is a perfect example. Because, like, the single-player save file does not carry over between consoles. That's so stupid. But your GTA Online character is persistent. Because if, if that's tied to the Rockstar thing, that's probably yep. why. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying, like, why is that save different? Uh, like, that should be a standard feature. Probably because Rockstar can have issue over that probably because can't it's connected to an songs. online server know. versus the save data is just dedicated to the console which isn't i don't fucking know i don't but know. like you can jump between online and gta 5 at any time so like it should be the same server for gta 5 we're not, we're not engineers for... here man they, they just... i know i'm just saying like that game is an example because half of the game is cross save and half isn't like that's weird yeah um, unless probably, I missed anything, that's it for the news. Yeah, pro- yeah oh, I was gonna say probably because you're more incentive to buy it and continue. You're not. You're probably most GTA games. You're probably gonna play the story mode maybe once versus the 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 the, the online stuff. You are gonna go there multiple times, so you're inclined to like. Well, my friends have it on. I have friends who have it on PC and console, so I'll buy it for console for PC. So then you can just transfer your. That's probably that's the reason why I think it, just because multiplat and yeah. But what's the problem with having the cross save? Um, like I, you know, I effort? had to restart after my stuff was stolen, obviously. Effort. So I restarted it on PS3, and then I upgraded, quote unquote, to the PS4 version, and my save was gone again. Slightly better frame rate. Um, uh, I would assume it's just effort. It's just like, well, why should we? <coughs> we'll do it for this, but we don't have to do it for that. Yeah, or maybe it's not, still lame, though. not enough people asking for it. And All the right. fact that there's examples of it working makes me feel like it should just be standard. Yeah. Okay, so Mike in the chat. Mike the TV! I love that you know just when to come in with that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. He asks, he asks us a question. What is your favorite indie game? Why, mm. Mike? Why you gotta do this to me? Fuck. That's so Killing fucking me. hard. My answer is uh, Destiny 2. That's technically that counts, yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, it doesn't. I, no, it's self-published. It's counts. No, Bungie is not an indie studio, though. They, they are. They self-published. They, They're an independent they studio. budget's a little bigger, that's all. Doesn't matter how big the budget is, they <sighs> self-published. Because like, I could name five. I could name several now. I got SteamWorld Dig 2. Same. Um, Celeste, Shovel Knight. Celeste, Shovel Knight, The Messenger. Uh, hmm. fuck, my switch is all the way over there. I don't want to grab it. Um, I can't say Ori because they're Microsoft owned now. That's right? what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Because Moon Studios is an independent studio, 
but it's published by Microsoft. Right. Yeah, it's also published by they published on Nintendo. Yeah, they too. published their game on Nintendo. Right. I think it counts. So the studio is an independent studio. Yeah, I, think I, don't it counts. Know. I think it counts. Like Remedy's not independent anymore because their publisher is Epic. But it's when the studio was bought by a company that they stopped being independent. I don't know. Yeah. Moon Studios is a third or is a second party where they make their own games and then they get published out. Owlboy. Just like Chucklefish has a bunch. Oh that yeah, Owlboy's really good. Owlboy. Oh, That's not my favorite, but that was the fifth one I was thinking of. Owlboy. I couldn't oh. get into that one. Uh, yeah, I love that one. Oh, so, oh my god, the ending is so fucking amazing. Yeah, um, yeah I have a bunch too. That's the problem. Did I ever um, tell you? I know, like, I got sorry, the game go for I got the game for like a dollar because I had like twenty five dollars in credit. It was just coming out on Switch. I was like, fuck yeah, give me that game. Um, if I had to pick, if you asked me, held me at gunpoint and say, what was your favorite indie game? I have to go with the messenger, man. Wow. I I know. And it's odd because I picked Celeste over it, uh, for game of the year, but Mm -hmm. like, like, I think I like Celeste for a lot of reasons that year, but I think from a pure gameplay aesthetic and then just for humor, and just how fun it is, uh, not to mention the fun DLC summer expansion. Um, I gotta go with that. Like, it's it's just, ah, the, that game makes me feel things a lot uh, in terms of how it feels. So yeah, the, the Messenger. I gotta go with that one. I'm scrolling. Hold on. Yeah, I'm, just like um, looking, I'm just like looking over my games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, because Axiom Verge is definitely up there. Uh, there's too many, which is I know good. that's the problem. Yeah, um, Blossom Tales is really good. I hated that towards the end. It got lazy as fuck. It got yeah. It gets it's repetitive, but like it's a good game. It's solid. It just, they they reuse too many. It didn't pl- it, it didn't play with the whole storytelling as much as it should have. It drops yeah. it super hard. I don't Agreed. regret playing it, but I'm like, okay, I want to be done with this already. For sure. Um. Hmm. This is tough. Yeah. Justin's blue now. Yeah, I know. Uh, what? <laughs> my my stuff's been all weird. He's blue. Da da dee da da. Honestly, like, it's not it's not a favorite by any means. But Tim Tim is actually really good. Like for a first game from a Kickstarter studio. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I know my. I you know what? I got a better one. I got a better better game. Fortnite. Hold on, Fortnite. You, you've had you've said plenty. No, you said Fortnite. Uh, you get out of here. <laughs> bad joke is bad. Um, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is definitely up there. Oh, yeah. I, I could not get into that game. I really like. Stardew. Which is why I don't think I'll get into Animal Crossing because I got so bored with. Uh, yeah, if you don't like slow burn games, that's like about community building and stuff like that. Then yeah, but like yeah. whereas Crossing I'm like, like I've I'm hard into Animal Crossing and I'm still super excited for the new Harvest Moon. Yeah. I have 99 hours in Star. I need to be able... Look, can I do combos Dang. against the villagers? Not a bitch was one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have 67 hours. Oh, so close. Mm. Um, let's see. There's... I know there's more. Um, Hat in Time is also great. That's a, yeah, I, a Kickstarter I, one. I still haven't played that fucking game. You need to. I know. It never goes on sale on Switch. I I don't buy it that way. Yeah, that's fair. You can get I don't it on think PC Destiny and should count. That's, no, like, that's an independent game. So and also it's not, Mike, though. Mike says it's, it counts. So 
I'm going to look indie game. I'm going to look up like the definition of an indie it's game. It's a self-published, self-published game. Self-published game. And, and Destiny 2 is self-published now, so... Hold on. In the video game industry, an independent game refers to games typically created by individuals or smaller development teams without the financial support of a large game publisher. Right. It doesn't have the support of a large game publisher. Destiny 2 had the support of Activision. Not now it doesn't. Yeah. It did when it was created. But, but it's, there's, it's, it's, it's supposed it's still, now. Refers yes. to games typically created by individuals or smaller development Listen teams. Listen to this Destiny hater. Drop the mic. I know, right? He just yeah. doesn't like us. He do, You know what, Thomas? He doesn't listen to Voices of the Vanguard. I know. Such a disappointment. Yes. I do, because I'm a good person. <sighs> and I don't even play the damn game. <laughs> Crypt the Decker Dancer is another really good one. I was surprised oh, yeah, you didn't say sale. that one. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of getting it on the Switch. So like original... You should get Cadence of Hyrule if you're going to get that one. Eh, that sounds but nice. I can't list Cadence of High Rope because it was published by Nintendo. Yeah, that's so uh, weird that they did that. That's that's so. Can I? It's say so that? cool though. Yeah, it is, but it's just so weird. Yeah, I'm sure there's more that I'm just completely blanking on right now. Yeah, we're like not even thinking about like Xbox arcade games. You know, I mean, here's the thing. My my answer is Ori. Ori is like a really good ass game. Yeah, Ori right. Ori's really yeah. good. Like, if I can't get away with the new one, Ori in the Blind Forest is an independent game. It's independently created and was only published by Microsoft and now is multi-platform. Yeah. So, Moon Studios is the independent developer. Cuphead's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, because that's... that's oh, yeah, Cuphead, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's another... True, because it's also uh, multi-platform. Yeah. Fucking love having that game. Uh, never stopped beating it, but love having that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have anything else to say, we'll just go into Mike. If you haven't thoughts. played Owlboy, play Owlboy, please. It's such a beautiful yeah. game. Ben's the one that got me to play Owlboy, and I did I? <gasps> yeah, you came I, out I, here and you were talking about. It. I was like, I should really play that, and oh so God. I did. I I couldn't me- get into Owlboy. I've been meaning to do another playthrough of it on my Switch for the longest time. I just haven't. Um, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. Also, game. Hyper Light Drifter is real good. It's oh hard, my god! But... Oh, you're making... Fuck! Yeah. God damn it, that game is stupid good. It's like the yeah. right level of hard. It's the right level of... Fuck! That was my nickname in high school. Yeah, no, I gotta still stick with the messenger, because that game was fucking... <laughs> that game was special. That game was special, man. It made me laugh. It was... It's super tight in control and, and aesthetic. Ugh. Oh, I'm gonna say Dead Cells. I know you guys aren't a fan. Even Blair, though that's played, a real answer. Even though you never played the game, but Dead Cells plays is the best playing I game. I haven't ever downloaded on Game Pass. I'll play it at some point. So, yeah. Oh, I get Dead Cells and Sundered confused <laughs> for some reason. Sundered. Sundered. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Okay. It's another roguelike, but like you get new powers and stuff, and can access new areas. As you watch more powers. The, the similarities are only it's roguelike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It really is fairly similar. Um. All right. So if we don't have anything else to say, let's wrap up. Justin, where can people find you? You can find me on my Animal Crossing Island. Uh, if you look for me on Switch. Um, also, uh, Zero Score on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, all those good places. Um, I may or may not have a video out next week if I get around to actually recording it. Uh, I've been lazy. Ben? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash where I 
uh, retweet art and stuff like that. Um, and uh, shame on anybody who didn't vote on my Godzilla poll and left it at a fucking tie, clowns. Come on, break somebody, break the damn tie. So I have to choose. Um, uh, but yeah, if you, I, I talk about the video games I'm playing. I post funny stuff. I think. Um, also, I yell at people on Twitter because I got nothing better to do. Uh, yeah, twitter.com slash marvelousiggy for all your shit posting needs. I can't find your poll. Oh, it's because that's it what she said. It was from Wednesday. That's probably why. And it ended. And it was a tie. Oh, okay. I see it now. I hate everybody. <laughs> I vote for Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah, I watched that one. I'm going to talk about it later, but yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> you can find Nothing me. about my poll joke? Yeah, I like your poll joke. It was, it was a nice poll. Thanks. Um, you can find me on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also on Twitch as Kane Plays Stuff. We go live every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Also listen to the Voices of the Vanguard as a Destiny 2 podcast. Really good, even if you don't like Destiny. Hell yeah, it is. Um, you can I'm email sure me, thomas at charshot.com. Uh, for any questions, if you want to get on the show, just ask me there. Um, or ask me on Twitter. Um, not saying any names. Oh, um, I will. I'm calling his ass <laughs> out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all those good places. Anywhere you get podcasts, leave us a review. Give us a good rating. Um, if you like the show. If you don't like the show, then just keep listening. I don't know. Anyways. But don't give us a bad rating. Yeah, just don't give us a bad rating. No, just, cool. just come uh, to my cool, Twitter and give me a bad rating. <laughs> ben, you I can't rate, handle that. Ben, I rate you a 5 out of 5. Aww. <laughs> uh, uh, I rate a, you a 7 out of 10. Too much water. Yeah. Oh, no, that's me. Wow. Oh, whatever the fuck alone. Me, why get back in your fucking cage? Anyways. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if, no, wait, how did I end the show? <laughs> I think that's how now, actually. <laughs> Meatwad, how does Thomas end the show? Oh yeah, enjoy your games and have a good night. <laughs> See ya. I think you should start ending the show with, wait, how do I end the show? And then cut it. <laughs>